Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. Hey everyone, Sean Brewster here with you again today. I am recording this episode on my phone in my car as I'm driving along the freeway at the moment. Uh, this 31 episodes in 31 days challenge has got me. I am struggling to find the time to fit in all the recording of all these episodes, so I'm trying to be as efficient as I possibly can because I really value all the things that I've got to fit into each day, which brings us to today's topic, which is perceived value and pricing yourself as a practitioner. So this is a, an interesting thing that I often get asked about by, I guess, two different categories of health practitioner. One is the new graduate, the person who's just starting out in their, in their career, or someone who's maybe going from employee to business owner and they have to then set their own prices. Or maybe it's someone who's just acquired a new set of skills that maybe one of our courses and thinking, okay, well, now I've, I've invested this money in myself and my, my knowledge, have these new extra skills. Should I be changing what, I, what I'm charging as a, as a result of that? And these are good questions. Like, you know, it's, it's worth considering how much you charge, but also why you charge that amount. And I'm going to tell you a little story here just quickly about uh, someone I know who has been a, a health practitioner for a number of years and something they did, and it was a really good learning experience for, for myself, myself hearing about this story, but I think anyone else uh, who's maybe found them or would find themselves in a similar situation. And I've told this story before, so apologies if you heard it before, but I think this is such a good illustration of how, uh, of, of how choosing a price for yourself uh, is based on things other than what you might think it is. So this is a, a myotherapist practicing in Melbourne in the city, and his, uh, his practice is quite busy. He was, he was booked out most of the time. Um, and in fact, he wanted to get to the point where he, he wasn't as solidly booked so that he actually had space for new patients and could maybe back off trading a little bit, you know, maybe earn a little bit more money, back off trading a little bit, uh, build the business, work more with his staff and, and help build, build up their client list and so on. And so what he did was he increased his fees above what the rest of his staff were, were charging. And, you know, that's not an uncommon practice, but he put it up considerably. And he was in an area of the city where people had money. This is a, a district where there's lawyers and, and, and doctors and, and accounting firms and things. And there was, you know, a lot of pro- white collar professionals in the area. And they, he knew that they could afford it. And he thought, well, you know, if he loses a few patients along the way, he's busy enough for it not to impact his business too much. And you know, really he was trying to reduce his load, not increase it. So he thought to himself, okay, I'm going to increase my fees to a point that's uh, just slightly ridiculous, but at a, at a high level of, the, of what's expected and keep the rest of his staff, staff's fees a little bit lower. He did that and you probably guessed it, his, his client list just grew exponentially. So people would come in and they'd see his fees and they'd see the other staff's fees and they'd go, well, he must be better. Never seen the guy, don't know what he's like, no recommendation, must be better, charges more. And so people wanted to book in with him. It just made him busier. And so he did it again. He increased his fees to a point that now is getting quite expensive and no one's seen any prices like this before. And the same thing happened. Perception. He did it again. The same thing happened to the point where he goes, now it's just getting ridiculous. I don't want to be, uh, you know, poking fun here. I just, I think that would be more than enough money for me to be paid to provide that service. So I'm going to stop there. And, and that's what he did. And he was satisfied with that. But it's, there's such an interesting story behind this, which is, you know, what we charge has very little to do with the, with the true value of what we're doing and more to do with the perceived value. Now, that, that's true to a point, right? So 
if you charge a ridiculous amount of money for a service that you provide and someone goes, wow, they must be really good at that. I'm going to go with that person. I've got the money here to pay for a a top-notch service. I'm going to pay for a top-notch service. Now, of course, you have to be able to deliver, right? But when we work as a healthcare practitioner, most of us do a pretty good job, yeah? But if you're doing a pretty good job, the same as someone else is doing a pretty good job, and you charge a little bit more, there's a perception around that, okay? The thing we just have to be considerate of or, or remember along the way here is that the perceived value is the thing that people are measuring you against. But at a certain point, you will have to deliver a service that is of value, of course, right? We can't discount that at all. But perception really is the name of the game when it comes to pricing. And so it brings us back to the question, where do we position ourselves? Well, you could position yourself at the bottom of the chain and and go for the lowest common denominator, which is generally a race to the bottom in business, where you price yourself down. You put yourself at the bottom chain, you put yourself at the bottom of the price rung, and you say, well, I'm going to make myself really accessible so that more people will come and see me. I did that at the start of my career. It does not work. People perceive less value. You could give away your services. You could do discounts. You can do specials. It doesn't work. I tried that too. In fact, I found once when I, when I opened my first clinic, I did two. I ran two specials at the same time, which I promoted uh, to my local community. One was if you're a particular, if you're a business owner in the area, you got a free treatment from me. Right? And then I did another one for um, people who worked in the in the local area, and that was a fifty percent off. You got a fifty percent discount on your first treatment. I gave away zero free treatments. Nobody wanted the free thing because they perceived no value for something that was free. I got a few consultations with people who wanted the fifty percent thing, and lucky for me, most of them came back and had more sessions with me, and that developed referrals and, and it worked right. But you give me something away for free, the perception of value is sucked out of it immediately. And so again, we have to consider. Where is the perceived value in this thing? So we, we put ourselves into the middle of the price range. Now you're a commodity. If you are the same price as just about everybody else around you, you are perceived as about the same value as everybody else around you. Is that where you want to be? It's very, very hard to get noticed in the middle of a crowd. Okay, so then we go, well, what if I go to the other end of the extreme and I put my price to the top end, right? If I everyone else is charging, let's say $120 for a consultation, I'm going to do 170. I'm going to do two. I'm going to, I'm going to 300, whatever it might be. You put yourself well above at the very, very top, tippy top of that price run. Well, then people are going to take notice. Someone's going to go, well, they're really expensive. I can't afford that. Okay. Or what, what about them is worth $200? Maybe, maybe I've, you know, I've been going to see this other person for months and I'm getting some results, but what if I spent a bit more? What would that do? And it starts to make people curious, right? And a little bit of curiosity is enough to engage them in a conversation or to, to incite some questions or to trigger some kind of engagement with the person. So sometimes charging more than, it, than is expected is enough to get the person to kind of just dive a little bit deeper and maybe ask a few more questions. And then maybe they'll buy, maybe they won't. The other question I, I often get asked is, okay, well, I'm, I've just acquired these new skills. I've got this expensive equipment. Should I charge more when I when I use those things? And a classic one is the dry needling, right? So people come and do, do a dry needling course. They get the new skills. They're all excited and they go, oh, I'm going to charge a little bit more because this is something I didn't do before. I'm charging this amount of money. I should charge more for that, okay? Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. And the, the reason I – there's a couple of reasons why I don't agree with that. Firstly, it's going to then force people to make financial decisions 
about the health, financially mediated decisions about the health. They're going to decide, oh, I don't have that little bit extra cash this week. I won't get dry needling from this person. I'll just get some other form of treatment that is sort of the standard thing. I don't want to spend the extra little bit of money, whatever that might be. But you, as the health practitioner, after conducting an assessment on the patient, might determine that dry needling is the thing that you think will make them better, the biggest difference for them. And so that if you don't provide that, you won't be doing the best service that you possibly can. But they're going to choose no over yes because of the financial structure that you've put around that decision-making for them. And so that's one of the reasons why I don't think it's a great idea to charge more for a particular service unless that service costs you way more to deliver. Like you've got to use a very expensive piece of equipment or some, you know, some, something that is going to cost you way more to do the thing. Now, dry needling doesn't cost a lot more to do that. In fact, most of the things we do in manual therapy don't cost much more to apply. And so this is why I, I, I recommend against that strategy. The other reason, or the other reason I think it's, it's better to avoid charging more for specific services is that if you think you're worth more now and you've invested in your own education, training and developing these new, these new skills and knowledge, then maybe just increase the value of your service, not that service, of your service, of everything that you do. So if your hourly rate, your consultation rate, your half hour rate, whatever is, is X number of dollars, well, then make that number bigger because you're more valuable now. You also, perception goes the other way, right? You also have to perceive yourself as more valuable before others will. And so I would suggest don't, in, don't charge for the service. Charge yourself out at a higher rate. Increase your consultation rate to the point where you go, right, this is what my time is worth. People go, wow, all right, they're more expensive. Their time is probably worth more than the, than the person who charges less. And so that comes from belief in what you're doing belief in your ability to help people and solve their problems, belief in the investments that you've put into yourself along the way and the, the fruit that they can bear and belief that you, you know, you're worth it, that you are. <laughs> we, we help people every day, yet we are the worst at valuing what that help is worth to the people we're helping. And so I think we really have to firstly perceive ourselves for the value that we actually provide and maybe even go up a notch from that, to be honest. And then secondly, position our, our value, our price, at a level that other people will perceive to be valuable so that they too can recognize the value that you have and that you can provide to them. So there you go. There's some thoughts to consider around pricing, around value, around perceived value in the services that we provide. <laughs>